and welcome to the Ghosts and Me podcast. My name is David Babcock. I am the UK's and being known to be the world's best paranormal investigator. Yes, I am. Joining me on the show this week is a very funny comedy writer and a uh, co-host of the Russell Brand Radio X Radio Show. His name is... Welcome to the show, and his name is uh, Matt Morgan. Hello, Matt. Uh, Matt, Matt Morgan. Uh, how are you? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, the kids are in bed, and all is quiet. The, the, the children, and so you, you, you uh, have uh, pro- procreated. I've yeah, I've done it two times successfully yeah. to complete fruition. Right, and uh, a happy, happy life. Yeah. Right. I mean, how do you define happiness? Smiling on your face occasionally. That happens sometimes. Yeah. It's certainly better than it was before I had a wife and children. So I think, you know, it's all relative, isn't it? But it's good. You should try it. Have you got children? No, no, <laughs> and that would require intercourse, and. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, the is that the stumbling block? Y- y- you could say that um, women uh, avoid my be- uh, bed sheets uh, li- like the plague. Well, I mean, are you dating? No. Have you dated? Uh, no. You've have you had uh... sex? Yeah. No. Oh, David. I'm sorry. Have you masturbated a lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a personal question. Um, so, <laughs> um, you yeah, you uh, work in uh, TV and uh, radio. For, for those who don't know, you just describe yourself. Yes, that's what I do. Yeah, I'm a writer mainly, but I also do a radio show and with uh, Russell Brand. Are you, I don't know. Are you aware of him? Um, yes, I've I've heard of Russell Brand. He's um he's big on the telly. He's larger than life in real life. Yeah. I, what's he? Yeah, what does he smell like? Um, well, there's a quite a large portion of the of the um, population who presume that he smells bad. Because yeah. whenever you see a Daily Mail article, a lot of the comments say he looks like he needs a good wash or he looks like he smells, but he doesn't smell bad at all. He's very clean. Doesn't smell of aftershave. He hasn't gone too far the other way. He doesn't smell of products. He's just smells of nothing, but you know the absence of a bad smell. I think is a positive. Is it a bit a bit creepy that he um, doesn't have actually an aroma? I don't know. It could be a bit creepy, but then corpses, who I'd say were the most creepiest type of person you could be, apparently they stink. Right. So he's he's not dead. No, he's very much alive. Yeah. Um, oh no, actually, God, I'm forgetting his farts, which are. Unbelievable sometimes. He's a tutor. Oh, I mean, he does it live on air sometimes. He's not ashamed of it, but I don't know. There's some, I don't know if it's vegetarianism or I don't know what it is, but there is something. I've only smelled that sort of smell from like dogs. I went through it around, a, I had a one night stand with a girl whose dog wasn't well, and uh, it took me a long time to get used to the smell. But by not, not she told me she but, didn't have a dog. Oh dear! You, you think that uh, with every thrust uh, out came an expression? Possibly, yeah. 
and I was really going for it, so I was just oh. I was my own worst enemy in that situation. But yeah. I don't know. Can what do you smell like? Or I suppose you don't know, do you? I'm in a very hot studio, so I probably smell uh, like uh, not very nice at the moment. So. Okay, well, yeah. it's a good medium for you then, radio. Medium, medium, medium. I saw, I saw a video on the, the Facebook of you and uh, Noel Gallagher. Yeah. What's that about? Um, well, to promote his new album, yeah. he's doing a load of stuff, but one of the things he did was to ask me to interview him in a sort of head-to-head way with sunglasses on. And I wrote the questions and then just hit him with the questions. I think it lasted about half an hour, and it's been cut down to about nine minutes. Little bits of it are leaking out now, a bit like that girl I had a one-night stand with. And uh, so you've seen that, have you? Yeah, I watched it um, on, on Facebook. Very good, I thought. Yeah, it was all right now. It's going to come out soon, I think, on Vivo. I don't know what Vivo is. I doubt you've heard of it. Sounds like a drink. Yeah, and not a very nice one. Yeah. Sounds like one of those brightly coloured drinks. Vimto. I'm thinking of Vimto. Oh, you're thinking of, yeah. What was that? It was like Ribena, mm. but more evil. Yeah. Right. Uh, does he occasionally uh, sit down and sing his, his hits to you? Um, he has done. Was he clo- clothed um, at the time? Sorry? Was it was it mm, was he clothed at the uh, clothed at the time? Oh, he was closed. Yeah, I thought he said was he closed at the time. I didn't know what you meant by when he was open. No, but no, no. He was uh, he was fully closed. It's a bit awkward though because he played this me and Russell a song in front of an audience, but he was sat right next to us. But he was looking right at us because he was concentrating on doing the song, and you don't really know where to look when someone's singing an emotional ballad to you. Did he uh, well up? He did look a bit emotional, but I think. He's not an emotional man when you actually... He would never talk about his emotions too much. Yeah. But then in his music, it's very emotional. So I imagine he's just repressing it all the time. I don't like music, but I've heard that he's quite big. Yes, he, is, he was quite big in the 90s in a band, and now he's quite big on his own. Uh, physically, he's not very big. Yeah. Right. Spiritual... Spiritual, um, it's time to talk, uh, this podcast is called uh, Ghosts and Me, so it's time to get um, spiritual. Yep. Uh, um, have you ever seen a ghost? Well, I've had weird experiences, but I've never seen a human ghost. That little dog? No, or dogs. Oh. What I saw was, or rather heard, in the middle of the night, and I lived with my parents, I woke up, this is true, and uh, on the ceiling... There was an old-fashioned typewriter upside down on my ceiling. I thought, well, I must be still dreaming, but it felt very real. I felt like I was 100% awake. But there was an old-fashioned typewriter stuck to my bedroom ceiling. I was looking up at it, laying in bed, thinking, those things are really heavy. That's going to fall on me. That was the first thing I thought, and then I realized, why is that up there? And then I heard, outside the window, a huge sort of stallion horse thing, Mm. right? Snort. Winnie, if that's the right word, you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. did that, and then I heard like like it ran Drums. off along a cobblestone yeah. street that wasn't out there. There was none of that out there. Yeah. So I got up out of bed, looked out the window. It was obviously just the normal garden. As I was coming back to bed, I noticed the old typewriter had gone. And that, that, what, does, is that what does that all mean? Right, yeah, right. That's very, very particular. Right. Okay. You know, multiple, um, multiple facets to that uh, particular memory there, uh, Matt. Um, yeah. So first of all, I was, I think it's some kind of uh, ghost uh, uh, typewriter. 
That's first on the list. Yeah. Second of all, I'd say it's some kind of ghost um, horsey running off on the cobbles. And, uh, These aren't very good insights. They're just, you're just saying what happened again. Well, yeah. Go, um, I, was, I was hoping you might be able to analyse that and say what it means. Right. Yeah, well, it's ghosts. Sort of list it. Yeah, it's ghosts. You think those were ghosts? But probably, yeah. yeah. So do you think a ghost is a manifestation of something that was going on in my mind, or do you think they're old spirits, or what? what, is, what is a ghost? It's a, it's a spirit, yeah. It hit the nail on the head there. It's a spirit, yeah. Where do they come from? People. So was the horse... Something to do with me in a past life, or no? Is it got a little ghosty uh, horsey, right? Tricky died in terrible accident. Well, it was Amber. It was running away from you. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Why have you ever uh, abused the horse? Not abused. Um, have you ever punched a horse? You know what? I did abuse a horse once. Right. Yeah, that was terrible. Just I don't... not sexually. Right. There was no sexual element. I was around the front of it. Wow. Well, on the back. But um, I suppose you could abuse it sexually from the front, couldn't you? Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, you'd need a little step ladder or something. Mind you, you'd need that round the back. Anyway, I'm getting bogged down in that. You would what be, wouldn't you? Was, yeah. I was, uh, you, I, um, why was I sleeping outside? I was with some friends about the age of 15. I was 15 as well, that sounds bad. I wasn't with some friends who were 15. The local scout troop, is it? Yes, well, there was nothing like that in right. my life. Not, I mean, there was when I was 15. There's all sorts of weird men hanging around the scouts, but... Yeah, keep it clean. I'm trying. Um, well, this is disgusting, actually, where this is going. You might want to edit this yeah. out, but... What happened was, I slept out overnight with my friends by lying to each parent that we were at a different kid's house. There was about four of us. Classic stuff, you know. Middle of summer, so it was warm. We had sleeping bags. We had some food. We were all right. We were sleeping in a place called Ainsford, near Farningham in Kent. And um, this isn't a ghost story. This is just how I'd abused a horse, by the way. And um, I needed to go to the toilet without being too graphic, number two. You pulled on a horse? No, worse than that. I pooed on some on the ground, and then I picked it up in bread that we had with us and squashed it between two pieces of bread and was saying to my friends, you know, like, as you do, hijinks, sort of like, oh, look at this. And then... Um, Everyone was going, oh, get away from me, get away from me. And then I just sort of threw it over the fence. And then we realised a horse had come over and started to eat that sandwich with poo in it. And we tried to shoo it away from it because we, you know, we sort of thought, oh, no, don't eat that. We were being nice. He, he wouldn't be shooed away from it. He ate the whole thing. I don't think I've ever shared that with anyone else. You you fed a horse a, a pool sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you say it like that in a sentence, yeah. it really does sound bad. But when you... I brought it to life in a sort of story, it was a bit more... But you're right, that is what it is. I mean, in, if it was a court case, that's what the charge would be. Why did you put it uh, between uh, the slices of bread? Well, I suppose that does look a bit eccentric, you know, in retrospect, but... Because we had bread. I was wiping my bum with bread. That's all we had. Now, I actually have done that more than once in my life. I did it as a student once, remembering the horse thing. When there's no toilet paper, I'm thinking, it's soft, it's disposable, and it will flush bread. Right? So that's why I had the bread out. So I'd cleaned my undercarriage, 
and then got two more bits of bread or maybe the bit of bread. I think the bread falls apart when you use it in that way. And then I scooped. But it does sound bad. It's, it sounds very much like the, the late night confessions of a, a lunatic. It does, doesn't it? Maybe I shouldn't talk to people at this late at night and high on chicken nuggets. I, I don't think um, the, 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 the phone line is helping the, the quality. It does sound very strange. Does it? Yeah. Is it echoey? It's, it doesn't. It just sounds like something from the 70s that's uh, resurfaced. Oh, f***. Don't know. I'd have to bleep. Well, anyway, I think that might explain why there was a... Maybe that horse died from that sandwich and then haunted me. And maybe that still does to this day. I don't know. It was maybe returning back to you for maybe uh, a second portion and uh, you didn't uh, give it to it, so it ran away. Ah. Yeah. It's a typewriter, I mean, though. Have you ever pulled on a typewriter? No, cassette recorder. Once. Uh, pray tell. Oh, yeah, I don't, actually, oh, go on. Um, this is going to be called uh, uh, Poo and Me, not Ghost and Me. I know, let's just go back to ghosts. Right. Uh, so, do you, have you seen the ghost? Do you believe in ghosts? Hmm, good question. Well, I don't want to belittle your work, so I'll lie. And, no, no. I, I don't know. I believe in uh, some energies around that aren't normal. Right. Have you ever done a Ouija board? I've had done quite a few, yeah. A lot of people I know who've got no reason to lie to me, and they, they're quite straight people. I don't mean sexual orientation. I mean, mm. like, mm. you know, straight down the line type people mm. have had weird experiences with Ouija boards where they've, uh, where like someone's come through. Some friends of mine, they're a bit older than me, a name came through and they asked him how he died and he said a motorbike crash. Mm. And they and he told them where he was buried and they went there and there was a grave with his name. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, who knows? I know. They wouldn't have been winding me up by no. telling me that because but um my auntie once lived in a house that was a converted school i think it was actually i've got two ghost stories about schools yeah. my, she no actually the school was somewhere else she lived in a converted monastery or some sort of like nunnery or something yeah, just, right? uh, settle in everybody and prepare yourself for the right go on carry sorry okay um and uh the dog she saw a ghost walking along a corridor with no feet its Fair. feet were lower and she told the uh i don't know someone who Head like teacher. the rector or whatever who still lived nearby and was the groundskeeper or something i'm quite light on details in this so um, carry on carry on carry on and he said oh that's because they raised the floor in the building in the 1930s or something it's and all the old floors like the uh, tiled floors are all underneath the wooden floors about four or five inches down. Yeah. So that's why it explained why the ghost had no feet. Why? And then in that house, my mum and dad, my mum believes in stuff like that, my dad completely doesn't. The dog used to go into the corner of the room and put its nose up and its ears would go back as if someone was stroking it. Yeah. do it around the same time every night. I was told that as a child a number of times, and it stuck with me. Well, do- dogs are very uh, susceptible. I mean, you will, will know it is uh, usually the, the dog that is first to sense um, earthquakes uh, and uh, yeah. far- farts, and so they are very susceptible to uh, things. And if you know, there are ghosts, and no ifs or their butts, um, yeah, uh, they are usually the, f- the first uh, to pick up on things like uh, paranormal things. No, that, yeah, that that checks out, Matt. That checks out. 
my other ghost story. Right, come on, get, bring them to yeah, tell you. You, 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 you creep into the convert, preach into the converter, do you? Because these are right up my alley. I am, I'm, I'm right up there now. Listen to this. Oh. My first ever girlfriend's sister. Uh, Emma. That's how lies start with what sentences like that, but this is true. Emma. Emma. Right. She, her sister was laying on the couch. She put the kids to bed. They lived in the ground floor of a flat yeah. in Swanley in Kent. Yeah. And <clears throat> this, um, she put the kids to bed. But she she was laying on the sofa and she felt the kids' hands on her face, just gently. Oh. And she said, go back to bed, like that. And then she realized, hang on a minute, I locked the baby gate. And she opened her eyes and uh, there was no one there. Yeah. It happened a few times. When she was falling asleep on the sofa, she'd feel kids' hands on her face, feeling her face, and she'd go, Ugh, and sit up. There was no one there. And so they looked into it. Oh. Guess what? The baby gate was broken. No. Eh? The flat block was built on an old blind school. Oh. The blind children had. It was like a home for blind children. And they were covering their eyes? Well, they were touching her face. That's what blind children used to do to... Why? No, someone. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Feel their face. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Um, that sort of thing. But like, uh, I've, I was told that by the people who experienced it, the woman, and she seemed quite scared of it. And she wasn't like, and oh, listen to this. You know, she was a bit creeped out by it. So I like those stories. They make me have an interesting feeling. I've got one for you. Come on. I'm John McEnroe. I'm whacking it over the net back to you. Oh, yes. Come on. Let's do this volley. Right. Yeah, um, volley? No, what do you call it when they keep it in there? Rally. Rally. Right. Prepare yourself, everybody, and strap yourself in your chairs. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mummy told me never to go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making that noise. It kind of, sound- it kind of sounded like a puppy. And I wanted to see the puppy. So I opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit. I didn't see a puppy. And then Mummy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mummy had never yelled at me before and it made me sad and I cried. Then Mummy told me never to go in the basement again and she gave me a cookie. That made me feel better. So I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy. Or why he had no hands or feet. Wow. Did that happen to you? Uh, no. Yes, uh, yes, uh, 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 this one that's been passed, passed around, I thought it was quite scary. It is quite scary. Yeah. Why, why did she cut his hands and feet off? Uh, why was he making noise? Locked in a basement, noises, not going anywhere. Noises like a puppy as well. Why? If you locked someone up in a basement right. and they were sort of, you anaesthetised their limbs could slowly remove their limbs like they can't see their heads in like a wooden box or something where are you going with this i don't know actually i'm gonna yeah, stop yeah probably i mean so far you've uh, fed uh, shit to a horse and uh, now you're talking about locking someone in the uh, basement so i think it's a good time to move on to ghostwise so uh, matt morgan Writer, comedian, uh, funny, and guy. Um, what's the scariest thing you've ever seen, ghost-wise, apart from the um, typewriter in the arse? Well, that's it, really. Uh, I think I've scoured my mind for ghost stories. Let me right. think. 
I mean, I've seen some really disturbing things. Go on. They were all earthly. Okay, you can maybe say one of these um, things. I watched um, two monkeys in a cage in a pub garden torture a bird and pull all its feathers off. There was like, they were behind, they were in a cage and there was two layers of fencing and the bird got caught between the two layers of fencing. And the monkeys tortured it, pulled all its feathers out, toyed with it for ages and eventually it died. And we were all, it was just a load of kids sat on the, the grass of a pub garden while our parents were having a drink and stuff. They, the, the, the monkeys, why were the mon- monkeys in the ca- cage? Well, if they got out, they would have done that to us. No, I mean, why, why in, in Kent were there monkeys in, in the cage, in the pub? Uh, no, I asked myself that. It was in a pub garden. Right. It's sort of place nowadays you'd have a slide and loads of bark on the floor around the slide to stop the children getting hurt. In those days, the 80s, they didn't care about the children's mental welfare even. I mean, actually, I mean, until they killed the bird, it was quite good to have the monkeys in there. They were only little ones. They weren't like big monkeys. They were just, mm. you know, the little chattering types you sort of see yeah, yeah, in chatter, Thailand or something. Chatter, chatter. And they ripped the, yeah. uh, the, uh, the, 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 the bird to shreds. Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen a bird with no feathers on its wing? No. They look like long pink arms. Yeah. They're quite small birds once you take the feathers off them. And it was quite a sorrowful little creature when they finished with it. And did it fly away afterwards just for the children listening? No, it couldn't fly. Right, right. It was just a little pink bag of sadness with little long bony arms. If there are any uh, children listening, um, happy ending? Uh, you got free ice poles or ice pops, I think they were called, in that pub. Yeah. And soon after the death of the uh, bird, they, they came round with them. Is there like a celebration? Here you go. Yeah, it wasn't related to I don't think anyone knew that the bird had died and all that, but I think oh. they came around at a certain time and it just was that time. You see, I, I thought I thought my was picturing the parents huddled, huddled around the pub window watching into some kind of ceremony. When I tell people that, they probably, you know, you're quite right to think that there was some satanic sacrifice thing going on, but it wasn't. It's yeah. just life. The, 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 they'll call you the, the, if there was a, the children of the monkeys and the bird. Yeah. There was quite a few kids. A lot of kids left because they went, I'm not watching this. You stayed. I stayed and certain other kids did. We were transfixed in horror, but also... It was like ancient wisdom watching. You just realise, like, this has gone on before and it will go on again. Yeah. It goes on on every level. Just cruelty and nature and violence. And Now, I've, I've, I've been doing a little, little, little bit of research on you, and it's funny you say, you say that, uh, that that ended that day, but you, you're then later, at uh, a later age, I do believe, you, you uh, threw a chicken at a pig. Could you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to come across badly if we just focus on this sort of stuff. Right. But, yeah, that would have been at a later age. So maybe the monkey thing ruined me. Maybe I was trying to resettle things and let a bird get one over on another another animal, but then I, you know, got it wrong. And he got, basically, I pushed a chicken into a pig pen and the pig crushed it to death with his body. Right. And, um... Are you, are you okay, Matt? I don't know. Some days I think I am. But you, we always have our moments, don't we? Lovely. We can wrap it up there. Please don't um, broadcast any of this. I'm afraid it's going to go out. Okay, well... Yeah. Maybe we could, you know... No. Just uh, couch it in some lighter stuff. I could put a funny little uh, music thing now at the end. Put, yeah, put a gentle sort of 
wacky sort of sitcom bed under it so that people think, oh, he's just joking. Right, that will that will play us out underneath. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, will you plug the podcast on your radio show with Russell Brand? You probably won't. Yes, I will. Tell me what, like, just send me some sort of very brief yeah. sentence that you just want me to say that's perfect for you, Dave. Okay, I appreciate that. And uh, thanks, Matt Morgan, for coming on my show. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. Right, uh, if you do have any sort of, you know, insight or you sit up, oh, upright in the night and you go ah oh, I know what's wrong with him let me know I'll send you a message thank you thanks Matt for being on the show this week wasn't that a spooky tale or two and join me next week when we'll have another spooky guest on the podcast but in the meantime don't be scared of what goes bang in the night